the Double X Podcast. This is Ainsley. And Monacy. And you're listening to the podcast where we talk about all the girl stuff no one talks about. Everything from confidence to periods. From business to social justice. Girls, this is the place for you. Hey everyone, welcome back. This week we are going to be talking about comparing yourself and just the struggles of it and how you can overcome that. And throughout the episode, we are going to be telling our personal stories and experiences and how we've coped and just giving you some tips and tricks to stop comparing yourself to others. Yes, totally. We all struggle with comparing ourselves more so at some points than others. And I think being a girl and being in high school, that's definitely more prevalent at this period in our lives. Yeah, exactly. There's so many ways that you can go about not comparing yourself. It's just kind of something that works differently for everyone. And I mean, I think we should start with why we compare ourselves and how we compare ourselves. So personally for me, I am on social media a lot and I see all these beautiful girls who even go to our school or like I'll be walking the hallway and I'll see all these really pretty girls and I'll just get very self-conscious and or even like at water polo games like everyone is so pretty and it just makes you feel very insecure and like you're not good enough and yeah I totally feel that I feel like for me it's a little different because I don't have social media and we are obviously doing online school so the only person I really see is Ainsley and other random people that I have classes with or whatnot so I feel like mine is more comparing myself in terms of like my accomplishments or my knowledge or my intellect which is Definitely problematic because that's something that kind of puts you in a negative mood and it's kind of like fosters a negative environment in a place where there doesn't need to be one. I do a lot of stuff with tech and entrepreneurship and I am part of a program called the Knowledge Society and it's so cool because I get to talk to so many really, really cool people doing the craziest things. People are working on climate change, people into synthetic biology, people are into women's health, people do the coolest things, really, really cool projects, competitions, and people that are just so generally smart. And for me, I feel like my issue is comparing myself in terms of intellect. And I'll say, this person has so many cool projects they've done. Like, what have I done? I haven't done nearly as much as they have. Or this person knows so much about like nanotechnology, and I don't know nearly as much as they do. And so it's like, that kind of a situation I put myself in. Yeah, we always compare ourselves in very different ways. And there are so many ways you compare yourself to other people. Um, going off of what you said, how you compare yourself to other co- other people's accomplishments. Yeah. I used to do that a lot in middle school, especially especially being friends with you because you were just oh my always. Gosh. I did not do anything. <laughs> I always felt so lazy, but I kind of realized that there's always going to be people who are doing more than you. That's just how it is. And they might not necessarily, they may not necessarily be doing the their activities as well. They might be doing more things, but not as high quality as you. And you have to think about their overall happiness. Like, yeah, they may be doing all these projects, but they might not be necessarily very happy. And if they are good for them, but if they aren't, what am I trying to say here? Okay. Um, <laughs> Even if you're not doing all these projects, that's okay because you're doing what's right for you and what makes you happy. Yeah, totally. I think something I've realized quite recently is that 
comparing yourself just doesn't even make sense. Like it's an illogical thing that we do. And it's not something all of us can control as humans. It's just a part of being human. Comparing yourself is something that biologically we need to do. We've kind of evolved to compare ourselves so that we can make ourselves better, survival complex, all of that stuff. But comparing yourself can be really harmful. And I've realized that while it might be something that right now is out of my control and I do it without even thinking about it, I can slowly kind of gain awareness of when I'm doing it and shut down those thoughts. And it's hard to shut down those thoughts because we really want to compare ourselves because for some reason, that's just something that we all really, really want to do, even though we know it's bad for us. And I just have realized that I need to be a lot stronger with myself and just know that I can't be comparing myself because I literally just don't have time to compare myself. Like I have things to be doing. I have better things to be doing. And if I'm going to be sitting in my room crying about how someone's better than me, like that's only going to hurt me. Comparing myself to people is only going to hurt me and stunt my growth. It may sound very cliche, but we're all very different people. We all have very different needs. We all have very different aspirations. And we can't expect to be doing the same projects or to be to look the same. It's just not going to happen. We just have to do what makes us happy and what fulfills us. Something we, I feel like, don't realize a lot, and I think Ainsley touched on this a little earlier, is that we never really see what goes on behind the scenes. There's so many people that, you know, take six AP classes and are doing all these cool projects and are on the varsity water polo team and do all of these crazy things, but you don't see them, you know, struggling to get their homework done, or you don't see the pressure they might have. You don't see them awake at 3 a.m. crying over a paper. You don't see the work that goes into it. You just see them as like a perfect person on the outside. But in reality, it's a lot more work than you might think. And they might have a lot more pressure and a lot more struggle than you might think. So we can't really judge ourselves and compare ourselves to people off of such superficial metrics because that just doesn't make sense. And then I think another thing, especially the area that we live in, it's highly competitive. Everyone's trying to get into the Ivy League schools or Stanford, whatever it may be, which I understand. (laughs) But at the same time, if everyone's going to be going to the same Russian math program or taking the same eight AP classes and all getting straight A's in them, you're not going to stand out on those college applications. You need something that's just for you and is just you that helps you stand out from the other people at your school. Something I learned about from a mentor a few months ago was making yourself irreplaceable. So building is such a unique set of skills and strengths that no one else can really replace you. Being so uniquely yourself in whatever you do, having a certain quality or a certain skill set that makes you stand out from other people is really important. And I think We need to focus on building that skill set and building that sense of uniqueness and making sure you differentiate yourself from people instead of following the norm and following the trend of what success looks like in society, because that's not going to get you farther than anyone else. If you look at all the highest positions right now, or even the like most important people right now, such as like, let's say Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos. They were definitely not the most normal kids. They probably got bullied. They were probably very different and were in different programs or doing different classes, whatever it may be. They were very unique, and that's what got them to where they are now. 
you're not going to be the next Elon Musk by doing the same things as him because then you're just going to end up right where he is. Now you want to find your own person in your own personal brand so that way you can create maybe something new that's also important and is helping the world. Exactly. I think there's this kind of pattern of following the best person. Like if the most, I don't know, the smartest kid in your school takes six AP classes, I'm going to take six AP classes. No, we have to break out of that mindset as a society, whether we're high schoolers or college students or just women in the world, we have to realize that we can't set ourselves up to succeed by other people's metrics. We have to make our own definitions of success because at the end of the day, we define what success is to us. Wealth isn't success. Titles aren't success. Accomplishments aren't success. Success comes from being happy within and knowing who you are and feeling really secure and who you are. And you can't do that when you compare yourself and set yourself up to other people's metrics. That goes along with my favorite quote, and it's by Harry Styles. Um, (laughs) And it's, as long as you're happy doing what you're doing, nobody can tell you you're not successful. And that's so true, and it applies to so many aspects of your life. Because I feel like, as we said before, comparing yourself and trying to follow in everyone else's footsteps, it might not make you happy, and you need to do what makes you happy personally. And I kind of wanted to switch gears back to comparing yourself, like, just in general, like, looks-wise or whatever it may be. And I wanted to mention something that someone told me the other day that really just resonated with me, where they said men in the industry, they're making these problems, they're photoshopping these models, they're giving them to you, saying, if you don't look like this, you're not good enough. And by doing that, they're creating these insecurities for you. And through those insecurities, you're buying their products and men are profiting off of you. They're profiting off of your insecurities and your lack of confidence. And as women, we just can't let that happen. I mean, you can't let a man profit off of you for a problem that wasn't even there to begin with. Ainsley brought this up to me the other day and we spent quite a bit of time talking about this because this was kind of a shocking revelation to the both of us because you never really think about the fact that men profit off of your insecurities. Like that's so weird to think about because it's such an indirect relationship. But at the end of the day, Photoshop and, you know, marketing and guilt and all of these factors are used against you. And we can't really help but buy into them and say, okay, maybe I do need to be skinnier maybe I do need to wear more makeup or maybe I do need to look a certain way and dress a certain way we can't keep falling for those unrealistic standards because we're never going to get there they're just going to get more and more unrealistic we have to follow our own standards and it's really really hard to do that it's not easy to look at an advertisement and say no like I don't want to be skinny as skinny as that girl like I'm happy with my body right like none of us do that we always compare ourselves whether we realize it or not consciously or subconsciously and it's about being really really intentional about when you're comparing yourself and continuing to shut those thoughts down because the less prevalent those thoughts are in your head the happier you are going to be at the end of the day exactly and it may sound really cliche to say this again but um if everyone looked the same that would be beyond boring it really would if everyone had to wear the same thing every day had the same hair color hair length Um, ate the same things 
I mean, obviously people would still be different because all of our bodies are different and processing differently. But if we all looked like remotely similar, it would just be a very boring world we'd live in. Not even just boring. I feel like society totally would not function the same. Society would not be able to progress if all of us did not look different and have different skill sets and have different specialties and have different weaknesses. In order for society to progress, we all need to be skilled in different things and we all need to have different knowledge. We all need to be different from each other in order for our species to progress and evolve and become smarter, right? The whole point of society is that we're all different. We're characterized by our differences. And again, this is cliche, but we're all here for it. It's about celebrating your differences. And that's something I feel like we say without intention, but celebrating your differences is so, so important because there's so many different people in the world if you haven't noticed. We're all very, very different. We all are different, whether we look different, think differently, have different skill sets, beliefs, backgrounds, everything. And the different perspectives and the different strengths and weaknesses we have are the reason we can progress as a society. Yeah, that's something that's said so often, but no one ever really puts into practice. Um, one thing that I've been doing for quite some time now is if I notice myself comparing myself to someone else, or I just notice any negative self-talk in general, I'll be like, hey, um, would I say that to my best friend? Would I say that to Monacy? Um, Nine times out of 10, that's a no. <laughs> you want to build your friends up. You want to make them happy. You don't want to be like, oh, you're so fat. What do you, why do you look like this? So in general, it's just better if you notice that to kind of switch that and Tell yourself three positive things for every negative thing to kind of counteract that. Yes, that's actually a really great trick because I don't do that. And that's something I need to start implementing. I know Ainsley has definitely really inspired me over the last few months when we've gotten closer to just counteract those negative thoughts because she's really good at just being very true to herself and finding her own brand and like pursuing what she's doing and not comparing herself. And that's something I've been trying to emulate and just having people around you that don't compare themselves and are strong people because when you're around people that say negative things to themselves and to other people, you're not going to be able to counteract those thoughts. You're going to naturally start thinking in a more negative light and seeing yourself and other people in a more negative light. So as much as you can, surrounding yourself with people who do see the best in the world and have positive thoughts is only going to benefit you. And of course, we all have bad days, right? Like some days we're going to cry and be a little negative, but if you're around people that do that every day and are negative to themselves and other people every day, that's not a good environment to be in. Yes, kind of goes with our toxic friendships episode. You don't realize how much people affect you until you start to notice the subtle differences in yourself. Like you may be texting someone and then you realize, oh, I'm saying this like they would or something like that. And if you're around constantly negative people who are constantly putting themselves down, whatever it may be, you're going to end up emulating that and mirroring that and just end up like them. And honestly, it's a lot better to have friends that may be more confident than you, but if that rubs off on you, that's a good thing. Exactly. I think this sort of leads into some of our tips for being more confident and to stop comparing yourself. And of course, this is something we're still working on. We're all working on it's not a straight line and there's no end goal to stop comparing yourself. It's just a day by day thing. Every day you just have to focus on that single day and 
some of our tips for just like not comparing yourself as much. I think the first one is not having social media on your phone, especially I think in my case, that would be like LinkedIn and stuff where I can kind of see people's updates and um, I don't know, job listings and whatever. Just like I'm not looking at people's accomplishments and I just not having that on your phone because your phone is always with you. And while we do understand that it's very important to have social media or LinkedIn to connect with people, it's also important to set boundaries. So if you do have, let's say, Instagram or LinkedIn on your phone, what I've been doing is setting screen time limits. And I know a lot of people hate that. And usually your parents force you to do that. But I'm doing this by my personal choice, because if I spend more than 30 minutes on it, I'm going to end up down a rabbit hole comparing myself to people. And that's just not what I want to do. Definitely. And something we also touched on earlier is looking at other people objectively and not in comparison to yourself. So look at people from a third person perspective. If you're saying something to to yourself that you wouldn't say to your best friend, why are you saying it to yourself? Like looking at people from a bird's eye view and saying, that's so cool that they got this award or that's so cool that they succeeded in this project and not bringing it back to yourself. So genuinely being happy for other people and their accomplishments and supporting your friends and your peers, but not comparing yourself. You can totally be inspired by them. I think there's a difference between being inspired and comparing yourself. I have a lot of people that inspire me and that I look up to, but I don't, I don't compare myself in relation to them. I want to do something similar to them and I look up to them in the sense of I want to work as hard as they do and possess some of the skills and characteristics they do but I don't want to be the same person as them and I'm not mad at myself for not being the same person as them that kind of goes along with our next tip where if you want to make a change with yourself within yourself don't do it for someone else because you're angry at them or because you want to be like them do it for yourself and notice that maybe you want to be more fit and I would just recommend don't do it because you want to have that Instagram body, whatever it may be, but do it because I want to get healthy. I want to work out more so I can get the endorphins and be happier or whatever it may be. Just find something that find a reason that's for yourself and not for other people. Yeah, for sure. I think that is very relevant to a lot of topics, especially with health and fitness, because a lot of people work out or eat, in a, eat a certain way to look a certain way. When in reality, you should be happy that you're feeding your body good food and you'll be able to live a healthier, longer, happier life and feel so much better and feel just a lot more alive when you eat food that's good for you or work out than you do eating junk food or just kind of sitting around. So again, it's all about yourself. You're the only person that's going to be with yourself for the entirety of your life. So treat yourself right. And our next tip is, we sort of touched on this earlier, again, is surrounding yourself with people who are not only like-minded and do similar things, but people who are very, very different from you. For example, Ainsley and I have the same sense of humor and we like similar things, but we're totally different people. Ainsley is very athletic and she loves marketing and business and she has all of these really, really unique skill sets that I don't possess, right? And it's the fact that we do really, really different things that allows us to be such good friends because we have really different perspectives on things. 
Exactly. It's important to seek, seek perspective from the people around you and kind of just see a different light. And it's also important to measure your progress. We know it's a very long, hard road, and obviously you're not going to stop comparing yourself overnight. It's something that just comes with time. So it's important to measure your progress and how far you've come, whether that be daily, weekly, monthly, or yearly. Just kind of reflecting and realizing, hey, I'm not doing this as much and kind of not rewarding yourself, but just telling yourself that you're proud. Exactly. Because I think we look at ourselves on a day-to-day basis and you say, I was so unproductive today or I had such a bad day today or even like I had such a bad week this week or I didn't get anything done this week or this month. But your life stretches much longer than a day, a week or a month. And looking at long-term progress can be really, really inspiring. Even just looking at where me and Ainsley were eight months ago at the beginning of the school year, it's crazy to think about how far we've come with this podcast. We've changed so much as people. And I know that is the same for everyone. You change so much, whether you know it or not. And it's really important to look back and see how much you've changed and channel the same energy moving forwards. Exactly. I was thinking about this literally yesterday after class. I looked in the mirror and I was like, wow, one year ago today, I probably would not have recognized the person that I see today. Um, I've just changed so much. I was in such a bad place back then and I was such a people pleaser and I honestly didn't know who I was. I just depended on the other people in my life. And that's changed so much this year and I'm just so grateful for that. Absolutely. I know I found a picture of Ainsley and I a few days ago of us in fourth grade when we first met and we were taking (laughs) selfies in our guest bedroom. And it was so funny because we did not recognize each other. And the funniest thing was we remembered taking that picture. Like I remember sitting in that room with her and taking that picture and I could not recognize myself. And I was thinking about how far we've come Not only in how we look, because we looked so small back then, but also just in relation to how much we've grown as people, because a lot has definitely changed. Yeah, that picture was definitely quite, we had quite the glow up. (laughs) We were a little glowy. I had buck teeth, and we were just not very aware of our surroundings. We just (laughs) did weird things, and yeah. Yeah. I think another aspect of not comparing yourself is also reminding yourself that it's okay not to feel okay. You're going to have bad days and comparing yourself and increasing self-awareness isn't about not trying to have bad days, but it's about being more intentional with how you approach your day. You're going to have bad days. You're going to have bad weeks. You're going to have bad experiences. You can't control that. You just have to make sure that you look at yourself in a positive light and you work on that every single day and you stay true to kind of a mission and stay true to yourself and make sure that in the long term you're not thinking of yourself in a very negative light. And that brings us into our last tip which is gratitude. It's important to be grateful for where you are and I know that can be hard sometimes especially if it feels like everything's going wrong in your life or you're not doing as much as you should be whatever it may be, it's important to be grateful. And that even like visually, like if you aren't, if you're self-conscious about like a feature, you have to remind yourself that other people would kill to have that feature. Like you might not like your big nose, but other people want a bigger nose. 
like everyone's different and you have to realize that everyone brings their own unique things to the table. And that also brings us right into, oh wait, I wanted to add one more thing. And I also just wanted to remind you that even though you may not be doing as much as someone else, or you may not look like someone else, you're still here, you're still breathing. And we are all so proud of you for that. Just be grateful for where you are. And that kind of brings us into our action items for the week. I think our action item for this week is going to be, if you notice yourself talking negative to, negatively to yourself, tell yourself three positive things. It kind of counteracts that one negative thing. And it's just overall important for your mental health. Exactly. Something you can also do and something that I did for a period of time at the beginning of the year is writing down three things you're grateful for each day, but elaborating on it a little bit. I don't know if we've done this as an action item previously, but it's definitely a really helpful tip because even just doing it for a week changes your mindset so much. Like, for example, if you say I'm grateful for like Ainsley, then I can like write down why I'm grateful for Ainsley because she's such a supportive friend and she inspires me to be confident, whatever, right? Or you can say like, I'm so grateful even for something like food or having food on the table, right? Like so many people are homeless and so many people don't have access to food whenever they want, right? Like they have to work day by day just so they can feed themselves. And the fact that a lot of us aren't in that position is something that we should be grateful for. There's so many things in our lives that we kind of brush over that in reality we should be paying attention to and being very grateful for. Exactly. Thank you guys so much for listening this week and we hope to see you next week. Yep. Bye guys.